This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the show. I'm really excited for this episode, and I don't even know why. I just got back from Sedona. I was in Sedona the last few days and just got back last night recording this now, but I had this urge toward the end of the weekend. I really just wanted to podcast and kind of talk about what was coming through and how I was feeling, what I was thinking about and the experience. So I'm excited to update you. We'll see what what topics we get into. I have a lot to say. I was only there for like two and a half days, really, barely, mostly two days. But it felt jam-packed and so much was happening. Before I get into it, I want to announce this week's giveaway winner. Every other week, I pick a winner to receive a free card pull from me. Me about anything you want. And all you have to do to enter is leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Take a screenshot and send it to a podcast at christinathechannel.com. And when you do that, you will automatically be entered. And I announced the the winners on the show. So this week's winner, and I'm going to apologize if I pronounce your last name wrong, but it is Jess Montegia. I think that's how you say it, but sorry if I mispronounced it. But congratulations, you are the winner. Here is Jess's review. She said, spiritual transformation. Christina's podcast and her work has led me down a path of spiritual transformation. I tune into every podcast episode and always walk away enlightened either spiritually or from a business standpoint. She explains and introduces spirituality in a whole new light that is both relatable and approachable. Listening to Christina has helped me start to dig deep down into my limiting beliefs so that I can change them and start manifesting the life and business that I've been dreaming of. Thank you, Christina. Thank you. So sweet. That warms my heart. That means so much to me. So thank you so much for that review. And I am excited to pull some cards for you and see what comes through. What's next for you? So Jess, all you have to do to claim your prize is email podcast at christinathechannel.com. Shoot us an email and in that email, just let me know what you want the reading to be about. If you want it to be general, if you have a specific question in mind and I'll pull some cards for you and get those back to you as soon as I can. And if you want to be a winner in the future, make sure you enter that giveaway. All you do is Leave that iTunes rating and review. Take a screenshot and send it to podcast at christinathechannel.com. This is so off topic, but I was just thinking about this, this thing on Instagram I saw the other day and I was dying laughing and it was, it was somebody who worked in retail and she was talking about something that had happened at work and she asked the person, can I have your email? to join a reward system or whatever it is. And the person goes, I don't know what an email is. I have a Gmail, but I don't know what email is. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I just thought I'd share that. I was dying laughing. Maybe it was, maybe it was funnier in the moment, but I mean, if that doesn't describe society nowadays, I don't know what, what does. I have to tell you about my latest obsession. It is the watermelon flavor from Element. You know how obsessed I am with Element. It is a delicious electrolyte drink without any sugar, coloring, artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. It tastes delicious. The watermelon is my new favorite flavor, second being raspberry. I also love the citrus salt. They're just so good. I drink them every day, just put some in water. And this has been key for me in giving me more energy, reducing water retention. I was getting headaches and this got rid of them and also really helped to regulate my appetite. Electrolytes have so many benefits and most of the people that I talk to regularly are also on whole foods based diets. So if you are eating a whole foods based diet, 
especially low carb, but I, I'm not really low carb right now. And I still feel like it's so important for me to balance my electrolytes. A lot of people aren't getting enough of the minerals that they need, enough of the natural salts that they need in their diets to feel their best. Even when you're eating a whole foods based diet, just because of our soil quality nowadays. And even with water, you know, I, I drink reverse osmosis water. If you have highly filtered water. It's so important to pay attention to how we're balancing out our electrolytes. And if you are an energy healer and intuitive, if you are burning through a lot of light, if you're working on raising your frequency, you'll probably notice that you need to drink more water. And with more water, balancing your electrolytes is key. I know for me, I've had so many random symptoms because my electrolytes were imbalanced that I kind of spiraled and thought were other things. And I've also seen this with so many clients. And it's such a simple thing to shift that can make the world of the difference. If you are on a whole foods based diet, a low carb diet, a paleo diet, and you feel like you're struggling with keto flu symptoms or you are struggling with your athletic performance, this can make the world of a difference. If you're sweating a lot, if you are a light worker, and also if you have certain health conditions like POTS, any conditions to do with your brain, autoimmune disease. If you struggle with cravings and a big appetite, try this out. These are the cleanest electrolytes you will find out there. And I took them every day. It's made the world of a difference for me, especially if you're retaining water, you're having headaches, you feel low energy, look into balancing your electrolytes. Like I said, they recently came out with their watermelon flavor, which I am obsessed with. It reminds me of watermelon Sour Patch Kids, which would like completely destroy my stomach now. This actually makes me feel amazing because it's not candy. It's a healthy electrolyte drink. So if you want to get a free element sampler pack, just go to drinkelement.com slash CTC. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash CTC. And you can get a free sample pack. All you have to do is pay shipping just a couple dollars. You'll get to try four different flavors and you will not be disappointed. And when you get yours in the mail, make sure you tag me on Instagram and let me know what your favorite flavor is. Let's just catch up. I, I honestly feel like a different version of myself after that trip. I definitely needed it. And I have a few other trips coming up that I'm really excited about. And the purpose of that trip was really to finish channeling the book I've, I've been working on. And I'm happy to report that the channeled portion is done. So now I just need to go back through it and fix all of the spelling mistakes because I'm typing super quickly during it and kind of kind of read it myself, right? Because it's such an interesting thing. I talked about this in a previous podcast episode, but it's an interesting thing where I'm in trance. And so my fingers are just flying across the keyboard and I have a gist of what they're saying because it comes through for me more in images or just knowing. So I'm kind of having this whole, well, I won't say dialogue because I'm not really talking back, but they're sharing a lot of information on one plane, but then all of these words are coming out through my hands. So I, I have an idea of what's being said, but I haven't actually read it. And I'm just typing so fast. This is a, this is a way that I channel often. So I need to go back and actually read what they said and, and fix the spelling mistakes and, and things like that. But it's really going to be like a channel text. I'm, I wrote a little introduction at the beginning that's like probably just going to be a few pages when when it's done where I'm just explaining what somebody's about to read but it is very much a straight channel text. So, if you've ever read a channel text, you might know what I mean. I've actually only read one one channeled book before and this was a couple years ago. It was actually when I first started channeling uh, some different beings and I was very much guided to that book and for me that book gave me more confidence in my gifts because I had been getting a ton of messages about, well, it was the Magdalene manuscript, if you haven't heard of it. Um, it's something that, you know, with channel text, I really believe if you feel called to it, read it. If you don't feel interested in it, then maybe it's not for you at the time. But I had been getting a ton of information from Mary Magdalene, Jesus, Mother Mary, and, and, and was like, do other people know this? And it was very different than what I had learned growing up being Catholic. And because it was at the, in the earlier stages of when I was really working with this and um, just the different form of channeling, getting information on that type of information. When I read that book, after having channeled a bunch around that topic, 
and saw that it was very similar. Um, I was getting the same messages, just obviously in a different way. It gave me a lot of confidence. And since then, I haven't read any channel texts. And now I, I really try not to see any of that just for me personally, because as I do this type of work, I want to make sure that I'm not influenced by anything else outside of me. So that's actually the only channel text I've I've read personally. So I don't really know what the rest of them are like, but I know what mine's going to be like. <laughs> so need to still do all of the the whole editing process, which will be very different than other types of books, I'm sure. Um, you know, all the cover stuff, interior design, all of that. But I feel like I got I feel like I got the, I would say hardest part, but it wasn't really hard. I mean, it was pretty quick, right? I was thinking about this. I'm like, I mean, it really only took me like four days and it wasn't like I was writing the entire day. I was taking a lot of breaks. So didn't take that long, but the whole putting into book format process is going to take longer. I know that was the purpose of the trip. And I, I did complete it. I completed it sooner than I expected. It was really nice because I had a bunch of other time to explore and really just kind of reconnect, which is so important for me. Like I really need times where I take solo trips, just being in my own energy and especially being in nature. I really need that time to reset and recharge. And particularly with just how busy things have been recently with work and really trying to shift my pace. I definitely needed that reset and I just feel so much more centered coming back and I had different things in my life and in general that I really just wanted clarity on and I set that intention for that trip and I got what I needed. I got a lot of really important information and yeah, I just feel really different. And Sedona is just so beautiful, so nice. I had never been to Sedona before. I've spent a lot of time in Phoenix, a bit of time in Tucson, Flagstaff, but a lot of time in Phoenix because of family. We would go there multiple years, like my whole life growing up. And I don't know, I like, I just love Arizona. It really calms me. And Sedona is just a whole other level. And I was just kind of like driving, you know, looking at the scenery and I could feel the energy shift. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm in, I'm in Sedona. I could just like feel myself enter the energy bubble. And then maybe like a minute later, I saw the sign, welcome to Sedona. It's very palpable. And while I was there, this is basically what I did. So got in first night, was just kind of like getting settled, exhausted. And then I went on Saturday, Sunday and Saturday and Sunday, I went on a hike in the morning and then in the evening, like around sunset. And then Monday, I went on a hike in the morning before I left. Saturday, I saw Victoria Jane, who many of you might know through her human design work. So that was fun to see her. And then Sunday, I had this like massage from this woman who is an energy healer and intuitive and a massage therapist. And it was like amazing. I, I love getting massages done by energy healers. It's always just so powerful. And so she was, she was amazing. And then within there, I was just kind of like getting a lot of lattes and Sedona has all of these places with, with these chocolates, like individual chocolates. I ate a lot of chocolates and eating good food. And, you know, in between there, channeling so writing the book and then also just exploring like talking to my guides the huge but amidst that it just felt like so much happened and so much information came through and I really wanted to make this podcast because on the drive over and back it's about like seven hours from where I am I was just listening to a ton of podcasts that were about people's lives like catch-up style podcasts I just felt like my brain doesn't want any information. There are some times when I want to learn and I was like, I just want to hear people talk about random things in their lives. And I was thinking about how sometimes all this stuff can just feel so heavy. Like, like I just feel like sometimes people are so serious about everything and there's a time to be serious and I'm serious about a lot of things, but 
Well, this relates back to the conversation around like, well, what can I trust and what's real? And I've talked about those questions a lot of times, but the guides are kind of saying like, you know, what's important really is what works for people. Like what makes you feel good in your daily life? And there's a huge gap between all of these concepts that we discuss and actual application. And sometimes it's just receiving higher level concepts and letting that integrate and letting your energy shift and everything follows through. But also what about the things that we do in our daily lives, like living the human experience, what we eat, products we like, experiences we have, like all of those little things, like that's just as important. And especially in this time where a lot of people feel really deprived of human connection, I think it's important to kind of share all of the the little things. Talk about this with all my business coaching clients is how important it is to show those random parts of your life. And there's a balance there, right? If you are always showing that and it's not really relevant or helpful to people, then that's one thing. But that's part of like just humanizing yourself, building trust. Like this is, this is how I live. This is what I do. And I know for me, it's super important because the things that people ask me about, if I look at kind of all of the main topics I, I cover, it's like channeling intuitive work, business, health. And for me, all of that is it's connected and I can't, I can't excel at one without the others everything that I do to maintain my energy, to support my body, affects my business, affects my channeling. And that was really apparent to me when I went to Sedona. It was like my whole body was recharged and it was similar to when I was in Utah where just being in nature so much, just like, I mean, (laughs) I guess I could call it forest bathing, but it wasn't really forest bathing. It was more like rock bathing. My whole body was totally recharged. It was funny when I got to my Airbnb the the owner she was like so just want to let you know that the people who have the internet router who control it they turn it off at night from about 10 p.m to 8 a.m so i just want to let you know she's like sorry i know it's inconvenient but like they think that it affects their brains and she makes this face (laughs) and i'm thinking uh yeah because it does right and I just noticed being so disconnected more than usual from, you know, technology and just being in nature so much, my whole frequency shifts and so much more comes through for me. And I've talked about this before, but, you know, grounding for me is such an important part of my practice and opening up intuitively. And my channel is clearest. I'm getting the most information, the more I am grounding. And I know it can feel counterintuitive for people. And so many people are so like caught up in their upper chakras, but try it out. You know, if you really want to develop more of your intuitive gifts. And also if you struggle with energy, I have been really, really looking into the topic of energy. And I've been kind of like re-diving into that from the quote unquote health perspective. And like, obviously from the energy standpoint, which I'll touch on in a second. And then channeling around that, tuning into that, asking, asking my guides about that. And it's really like shifted my perspective. And then again, with, with human design and which has been just so important for me with understanding how energy flows and working with my body. And I feel like I have reached some, I don't want to say conclusions, like realizations that I was really looking for. And it it was all really coming through this weekend with energy levels and you know so i'm a generator sacral authority and i get tired when something's out of alignment but then there's also the like adrenal situation and physiologically what's going on and for me i have been working on healing from hpa axis dysregulation basically like with my labs it was just, you know, not producing enough cortisol, like really deep into adrenal fatigue, whether or not you like that term, I think it gets the point across. And so I've really been re-exploring like physical energy and how that manifests. And it's, it's brought me back to a lot of these realizations. You know, I see healing so differently now than, than I used to. And I really believe that people can heal 
depending on the situation, but often a lot more quickly than they might expect when we are thinking about energy as a whole. And I know sometimes people can get caught up in how do I balance the spiritual perspective with the physiological perspective? And to me, like they're the same. And this is the thing. I know everybody here has heard like everything is energy, but there's a difference between hearing that and knowing that on a cognitive level and like knowing that, embodying that, understanding that. I think we all have experiences with that, right? If everybody actually applied what they know, it would be a very different world that that we live in. And for me, I know this comes up a lot with like my guides, for example, and channeling this book was a great, a great example of this for me. And the whole topic is manifestation. And a lot of what they're saying, I, I know, but then there were things that I literally didn't know. And then other things I realized I like know that, but I don't really, I haven't actually integrated it. And even beyond the book, you know, I learned so much from, from the guides, different ascended masters I talked to, but then there's the actual integration of that. And like the embodiment of what resonates for me which can be a process, right? I'm not perfect. And it's the same thing, you know, maybe you read books about how to transform your life or how to heal or you listen to podcasts. Sometimes we know things, but it hasn't fully clicked or we haven't actually embodied it. We're not actually applying it. And so, you know, that difference between like, oh, I thought I knew that, but now I know that, like you feel the energy behind it. And I think that's where the gap is when we talk about everything is energy. And so if we think about like, I'm low energy. How do I give myself energy? Well, what about all of the forms of energy that I'm always interacting with? And what is draining my energy and what is giving me that energy? And so that is with foods, drinks, that is with emotions, that is with nature, that's with the materials around us, that's with the the clothes on our bodies, that's with the color we surround ourselves with, conversations we're having, the content we're consuming, like all of that is energy. And so if you think about all of the energy that you interact with every single day, what is giving you more energy, what's filling you up, what's raising the frequency, and then also what might be dragging your energy down, pulling your energy down. So I think that food is a good example of this, of we might think, oh, I'm eating and food is energy, food is calories. And so I am giving myself energy, but that food might actually be taking away energy from you because of how it interacts with your system because of its frequency. There might be some foods that for me lower my vibration and for someone else raise their vibration. I hope this explanation is making sense and maybe something is clicking for you a little more than before. But for me, the key has been releasing a lot of these categories and truly, truly seeing everything as energy and your whole world can shift because of that. And then it's also helpful for me like as a generator and understanding understanding my sacral response and how my my physical body responds. And I was thinking about over the weekend, like I had endless energy. I felt so charged up. I had no fatigue. I was getting less sleep, but felt more rested, which has been different than I had been feeling before. And really what had happened, and I want to point this out because I think this is important. I talked to a lot of the, a lot of my clients about this who, who are channeling energy healers, because this was something that I wasn't really trained in and and learned the hard way of you can overdo it. And we often underestimate the power of energy when, when we don't physically see it. And so for me, I might go into channel and I talked about this like with a 30 day ascension challenge, but I might not realize like how intense that energy is that's flowing through me and doing too much of that can totally fry your system. This is something that other trans channels have told me before about people who I mean, have actually died because they're channeling so much energy. And that's not to scare people, but it's to realize like this is a real thing. And as an energy healer, you know, doing too many sessions in a day, that's energy flowing through you. And that is a lot. Like think of it as an electrical current. And this is why for me, all of the things I do in my lifestyle to recharge my energy, the way I eat, the way I take care of my vessel, which is a big thing I I wanted to go deeper into over the weekend that I got a lot of clarity around, but how to take care of my vessel is, is key for me to, to not get burnt out. And when I need alone time, when I need recharge time, when I need to ground, it's not a, oh, it would be nice to sit on the grass. It's like, 
I literally have to do this or my system feels fried. And I learned the hard way because for a while I was really overdoing it with all of my channeling. And I saw that play out like in my labs with with my adrenals and I was feeling it physically. But I think it's something important to discuss. You know, it's the boundaries, it's recharging, it's managing how many sessions and how often you're doing this. And for me, you know, I had somebody, I worked with this um, guy for a bit who was a grounding expert. He's like an energy healer grounding expert. And he, he told me, he's like, yeah, I work with mainly like psychics, channels, energy healers, because they can really burn themselves out. And grounding is such a key, a key piece of balancing your energy. And he scanned me first energetically. And he was like, holy shit. He was such a funny guy. He's like, holy shit. Like what? He's like, do you know how deeply you scan people? I'm like, I think, yeah. Like I, I scan pretty deeply. <laughs> like, and he's like, yeah. He's like, this is like intense, intense scanning. Like you need extra, extra grounding. And I knew that. I think it was good for me to hear. I, I've heard that many times. And I know I'm also really sensitive to EMFs, which I think everybody is, <laughs> right? I think we don't always realize how much that's affecting us until we get out of it. But I know I'm definitely like extra, extra sensitive, but I do think that's something that everybody should look into. I mean, I would say EMF exposure is like the main cause of leaky gut, big picture, and in my opinion, which then can lead to all, my, all other kinds of health issues. And when you think like from a channel perspective, intuitively always picking up on different frequencies and like what's the quality information versus what's not what's frying our system what's like messing with our antenna so to speak our own like energetic spiritual antenna where we get all this information 5g wi-fi all of that stuff really can mess with it and this is why a lot of people feel blocked a lot of people feel blocked from from their intuitive gifts because there's so much in our environment unfortunately and that's with food supply that's with you know all of the technology that really blunts our ability to pick up signals very strongly. You know, there's a reason why a lot of <laughs> a lot of intuitives, energy healers, people who are very into energy, like want to be in nature and kind of go away from mainstream and eat whole foods and and all of that. Grounding is so key for me. And I think one of the best things I ever did was get a grounding mat for my bed. So sleeping on a grounding mat was so helpful. I have one under my feet right now as a record under my desk. It's an earthing mat just under my desk. So there are a bunch of different options for grounding. Obviously, I think nature itself is ideal, but I think this weekend it was just so, so clear to me how my entire system shifted. My energy level shifted when I was living super in alignment, like just for the weekend. If you're interested in having way more energy during the day, being so much more productive, that means getting better sleep, having deeper sleep. My top recommendation is to get yourself a pair of Blue Blocks blue light blocking glasses. My Blue Blocks have completely changed my sleep. They have helped me balance my hormones. That's a lifestyle thing that a lot of people don't think about. They have helped to improve my mood. I don't get headaches during the day when I wear them. I have more energy. I'm so much more productive. And it all starts with my blue light exposure. I feel like I've really been relearning this lesson in the last few weeks because there have been times when I have been traveling and haven't been as strict about my blue light exposure and I have paid the price the next day. I notice I am so much more tired, cranky, I'm not very productive or energized. And let me tell you, I have tried so many different blue blockers out there, but blue blocks is by far the best. They are 100% backed by science and I am a completely different person when I wear these regularly. I truly cannot live without them, especially with working on a laptop so often. Their Sleep Plus Red Lens is a 100% blue and green light blocking lens for when the sun goes down. So if your glasses are orange, you're not blocking the full spectrum of light. You would want to be blocking to support your sleep. So I wear my sleep plus red lenses every evening. And then I wear the blue light clear lens during the day. The blue light daytime glasses prevent any migraines, headaches, or digital eye strain. And I notice a huge difference if I forget to wear these. And if you want the added benefits of color therapy, check out their summer glow yellow lenses. These are also for daytime use, but they combine color therapy with the blue light blocking that can help if you struggle with any symptoms of seasonal depression as well. 
I get so many compliments on my blue blocks. I have a few different pairs. They have about 20 different frames to choose from. So you will definitely find some that you like. They also have a custom-made prescription service and they have a service where you can send in your own frames for them to be turned into blue blocks. Not only is this an investment in your health that will pay itself back a gazillion times over, but you're also giving back. So every time they sell a pair of blue blocks, blue blocks will then donate a pair of reading glasses to Restoring Vision to gift them to someone in need. So if you're ready to change your sleep game, check out blue blocks, blue light blocking glasses. They have changed my life. Plus their remedy sleep mask, the best sleep mask ever. You will be obsessed. Head to blueblocks.com to check out all of their different glasses. That's spelled B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. And you can get 15% off if you use my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. And I'm excited to see a blue blocks selfie. Tag me on Instagram so I can see which frames you got. For me, like channeling that book, that's something that I know I'm here to do is to share these messages. And I've been told many times as I've shared, like the more I channel and, and share messages that kind of everything else will fall into place. And with a lot of my gut issues, they were saying that that was their way of getting my attention to kind of force me to go in that direction. But it was so like perfectly gifted to me because everything I learned about taking care of the gut, healing and sealing the gut, all of that information, all that time I spent like deep in that rabbit hole was really helpful because healing the gut, gut health is so, so key for opening up intuitively and opening up more of our psychic senses, receiving that intuitive information. We know about the importance of the gut brain connection. It's truly all connected. And this is why when people want to really open up intuitively, like I think that lifestyle and nutrition, like these are the places to start because I can see people's signals get a little fuzzy or not necessarily I'll just say they're not as clear as they could be or even feeling blocked before they've worked on the physiological level, which talked about the pineal gland, the, import the importance of decalcifying the pineal gland, taking care of our guts, just allowing our vessels to, to give us very clear, accurate signals. And I think this is why a lot of people who start off in the health space find their way to spirituality because we're naturally doing a lot of that detoxification work, getting more in tune with our bodies. And then we can hear these signals in a stronger way. And I know personally, like for me, it's really important when I eat differently when I don't eat my best, which is not often anymore. It's like why I, I eat the way I do because I feel my best. I feel clear. Or when I'm around tech too much, when I'm not grounding, I feel more disconnected than usual. And then when I put all of that back into balance, it's like everything's just so clear and pure. And I will also say, I think in terms of food, it's it can be hard to tell what your intuition is actually telling you to eat when your body is kind of out of balance and that signal isn't so clear, which is why balancing the body, I think typically is the most effective way to begin. But at the same time, it goes the other way because when we are out of alignment, if our guides are trying to get our attention, if they're trying to lead us down a different path, or get us to learn about something or meet someone, experience something important, teach us an important lesson, then that can manifest physiologically as well. The body's always talking to us, but it's about this process of truly working with it, like everything working together. And again, when you see everything really, really as energy, then it might be a lot clearer to you what's supporting you and what's not. And for me, I really needed some space kind of like away from everyone, away from everything. It's like really having some quality time with my with my guides because I have felt this underlying something is off. Something is off, even though like everything's going really well, but it's like just that feeling of something is off. And it's been like driving me nuts because I haven't been able to put a finger on it. And I got that answer really clearly about 
just things in my life that I need to release, things that actually have been going well and I'm good at, but are still blocking me from going to the next level that I, I want to, that I am calling in. And I got that really clearly this weekend, that knowing. And this is where, for me personally, when something's out of alignment and I am not even happy in the situation, like it's easy for me to release. I'm like, yeah, okay, bye, see ya. It might not always be fun, but I will do it. I, I will do it. But when it's something that I do enjoy, that I feel like is going well, but it's like, no, release this. That's, that's the harder part. That's the ego death. Some of the things like it, there's just so much that came through for me. And some of, some of it was small and others big, but for me personally, they were telling me how important it is that I eat more raw food, which I've noticed a huge difference when I do that. And I'm also cold thirst digestion and human design, but yeah, that was a hard one. They uh, literally led me to probably like 25 different people because I have been wanting to have more guests on the podcast. And I'm like, I just want some really cool people. So show me who to have on. And they straight up, I mean, I have the list. It's so cool how they, how they do that. They also want me to do less interpretation and more just channeling the information straight through rather than like receiving it myself turning into something more digestible and then sharing it here a lot more around health. I posted this on Instagram, but well, first of all, I've had a couple new guides, Ascended Masters coming through recently, which has been really fun to get to know them more. But Archangel Raphael has been coming through a lot over the last few days. And just like all of this info about health and healing and health issues is being shared. So doing more around that. There was also the importance for me of of traveling and going into these different places, which I have a lot of that lined up and also intensifying my boundaries, which I feel like I have pretty good boundaries. I feel like I'm really good at boundaries and people always tell me that as well, probably because they're on the receiving end of it. But I feel like I'm really good on boundaries, but I have to be even tighter. And something that they were saying is like, when I am holding so much space for other people. I don't have the energetic room for more. And so that might be applicable to you in your own way. And that was like, it was just so simple. And like, I, it's like, I know that, but when they said it to me so clearly, I was like, oh wait, this makes sense. And it was about something in particular that I've been wanting more of in my life. And they're like, there literally isn't room. Like there literally isn't room again, going back to everything is energy. And I thought, holy shit. Um, Okay. This makes sense. Holding space is still holding energy. And I know for me, I've talked about this before, but that was one of the things with my, with my gut issues that became clear to me, like that for me, holding space for people so intensely and with, with clients was giving me a lot of bloating and digestive issues. And now with that awareness, it's so funny because it's like, if I have a really intense session with somebody, I, I will actually feel that physically and I'll get really bloated. And then when I do all my detox stuff and all my, my clearing and cut all my cords and everything, it like, (laughs) it will just go down drastically pretty immediately. It's just so interesting how all of this is so connected, but we also have to be aware because things can take longer to manifest physically. So there, there can be a lag time. A lot of that is starting to, to converge, but when things are happening spiritually, energetically in the higher realms, it can take, take a second for them to show up in the physical world. And a lot of us who are more trained to be in tune with our bodies and emotions, particularly like I think about food sensitivities. So most people think that the symptom of a food sensitivity will pop up immediately after like an hour later, but sometimes it can come up. 48 hours later and learning awareness of how I'm feeling and what's popping up to that level through all the health issues I had just really 
really taught me a lot and served me well. When I think about things more spiritually now, you can kind of apply that same principle to how is this this aspect of my life, this relationship, this part of my business, whatever it is, like how is this serving me and how might it be affecting me physically? So just food for thought. Haha, uh-huh. get it? Literally. It's all energy. The other thing I wanted to talk about is North Node, which I've gone through different periods of really getting into, but I think it's worth talking about because it really helped me. And I feel like when I first took an astrology class, I kind of felt like I took that class to learn about like Mercury, higher thinking, North Node, enlightenment, purpose, your Saturn. That was all really helpful for me beyond just, oh, what's your sun sign, moon sign, rising? And I got down a rabbit hole with this this weekend. And I will just say all weekend, like (laughs) I was seeing spirits everywhere, like all over the place, all around. And sometimes they would be light orbs, like just colors everywhere. And then sometimes more hologram-esque form. But it was just this really, this really beautiful time for me to connect with a lot of spirits and, and going down the frequency a little bit. Like I don't do a ton of mediumship work more, more so when it pops up, but that's not typically where I land in terms of frequency, but I've been feeling that popping up a lot. And I just knew once I got to Sedona, I would have a lot of visitations. And I had a lot, a lot of people coming through, sharing things with me, some helpful, some not, but someone in my life who who came through, who was in my life, who had passed, came through and kept telling me like, you need to go back into your North Node stuff. And I had like gone down a deep rabbit hole with this a while back when I was first learning about North Node. And it was so helpful for me. Deborah Silverman calls this the shortcut to enlightenment. And you can look at your North Node and your South Node. And it's kind of like the way I think about it is, and I'm not a professional astrologer, but living more in alignment with my North Node is, like she says, like shortcut to enlightenment, more living in purpose. Although some people teach purpose in different ways. You know, I think there's many different things to look at um, in regards to that. But for me with lifestyle, like, am I following my North Node or falling into patterns of my South Node? which your south node has a lot to do with the patterns from other lifetimes. It's kind of like you've already done that and you might still take some of those lessons or traits. And it's kind of like taking what's helpful from your south node, but moving more toward your north node. So for example, my north node is in Scorpio. So for me, my default, which is like more my south node is Taurus. And if if your North Node was Taurus, then your South Node would be Scorpio. So it's kind of like the default I go to, and this is really common, like in childhood patterns, you might see a lot of your South Node pop up, is more about focusing on the material realm, luxury, being more practical, I would say being more grounded, um, perhaps being fearful around money, really wanting to make sure that I'm secure versus stepping into that Scorpio energy for my North Node, that's about, you know, like mysteries, the underworld, more occult, more occult things, as you can see how I've shifted, really stepping into my power, letting myself go really deep, also letting myself receive and not having to like work so hard for money or like being afraid around money, but like just letting myself receive and like take any opportunities that that come to me and not doing things so on purpose, but just really letting myself go deep into the the dark, the darker stuff, like the the deeper side of life. It's really all about exploring spirituality. Whereas in other lifetimes, I've spent a, a lot more time focusing on, uh, you know, more grounded topics, more practical things. And so my comfort zone would be more in those areas versus if I'm going toward enlightenment, if I'm going toward my North Node, how do I step more into that Scorpio kind of energy? And that was really helpful for me. And that was an that was an answer for me about some things I was thinking about in terms of my life and and areas I want to go in my business with future offers, with my lifestyle between, you know, quad right from human design and North Node and Scorpio. I'm like, whoa, my lifestyle, I, I see it now. So I'm just sharing that because I think if you're listening and you haven't looked into North Node, South Node, it can be super super helpful to look into and you can, you know, see an astro- astrologer or if you look up your chart online for free, your astrology chart, look for the North Node. 
But I think what's helpful is to see what like the comfort zone is. Like, where am I still in my comfort zone? Because for me, my whole life, I feel like is, I mean, expansion is getting uncomfortable. And so if I can identify, this is where I'm still staying in my comfort zone. And this is really my, as Deborah Silverman says, like shortcut to enlightenment pathway there. Let me step into that energy more. And I realized for myself, all the places where I was still staying comfortable and I want to go deeper, expand more. You know me, I'm always, (laughs) I just always want to go deeper and go further. So it makes so much sense. But I think that North node, South node stuff is really interesting. And I just wanted to share that because it's been super interesting for me to look into at different points. And yeah, I think you might like it. There are two other things that I want to mention. I know I'm going all over the place, but I'm kind of just stream of consciousness explaining big themes that were coming through over the weekend. And it's such a big shift right now in, in our world. And I feel like, (laughs) I don't know, sometimes it just blows my mind what the experience is to be in such split realities where, I mean, there are people not that far away who are literally living in a different reality than me. And I feel like traveling, you see that more and more. And, you know, one of the best parts about Sedona was no one wore a mask. Like I literally didn't bring one, didn't need it. So amazing. And there are areas where people are just like still so wrapped up in in fear and talking about all the, all that kind of stuff and other places where it's like, I don't know, not even a thing. We're going to feel that split in reality is like more and more and realize like, whoa, I'm like living on the same earth plane, but just at a very different frequency as other people. And something that the guys are talking to me a lot about over the weekend is like, there's so much activation that is coming through so many shifts. We have to realize that ascension is, is a physical process as well. And like our our bodies are trying to upgrade and we have to give our body space to actually integrate that shift. And so this might look like resting more, fueling ourselves differently, moving our bodies differently. I know for me, just naturally, I feel that urge to stretch more, to do more yoga. And they were saying like literally moving the energy knots out through your body, like massage is so great, you know, getting massage if you can, or even just like kind of massaging yourself. We just got one of those massage guns. It's so legit. And that chirp wheel I'm obsessed with. But those are just different ways to kind of work out the knots in your body. That's all energy. That's all stuck energy. And so if you can pay attention to like really stretching, you know, you can just be intuitive, stretching, moving the energy knots out of your body, opening up like, you know, lion's breath, breathing. I mean, even just like massaging your third eye and your crown during that that massage I got, like she was really going after my crown in a very unique way. I'm like, yeah, you're clearly an energy healer. And I was like, yeah, my crown really needed that. And don't forget the power of like physically moving things like physiological shifts. And so for me, if I work out all the kinks in my body, my channel is just clear, it's pure. And I'm also making space so that I can receive activations and upgrades. But we have to start to pay attention to, I mean, if you want to receive a lot of these shifts, am I actually letting those take place, allowing myself to receive them, receiving the activations, letting myself rest, following my intuition with what my body needs that could change the way I eat, change the way I move. When you get any of those intuitive nudges, which can be different for everyone, follow that with your body right now because it's it's literally allowing your body to receive those activations and upgrades. And a lot of people are going to notice that they have a shift in what they feel drawn to in terms of environment, movement, nutrition. Listen to that. Like really think about how you are physically allowing your body to be a clear vessel. And I really believe that that is also such a helpful baseline for stepping into your truth and your authenticity. And this is kind of where I'll wrap up. But, you know, channeling this book was so interesting for me, how they even explain manifestation and how it works and kind of the many different ways that the guides took it. But a lot of what they were talking about at the end specifically was, well, a big theme overall, but really talking about truth 
and authenticity. And this is a big theme in the Ascension Challenge. If you haven't already done the free 30-day Ascension Challenge, I highly recommend it. It's like a free course. It will totally shift your life. But with manifestation, it's all about emitting a clear signal to the world. And I always come back to clarity. I mean, if you if you've ever worked with me for business or I talk about it all the time in content, like I always say clarity is is the thing. Whenever you feel blocked in your business, it's because there's there is a lack of clarity somewhere, whether it's for you, for the ideal client or the customer. We always need to go back to clarity. Clarity gives you everything. And it's the same thing with like how I treat my physical body. Is my body as clear a vessel as possible? Am I allowing it to come back to my natural state? With the thoughts in in my head and and the things I listen to, am I allowing my my mind space to have clarity? Or am I always inundated with information and other people's thoughts? But it's making the room for all of this that allows us to see clearly who we really are. And most of the blocks that people have, it's because they're not clear for themselves about what they want, about who they are. And they know that deep down, but there's so much clutter, which can manifest physically, internal clutter that might show up in your environment. So keep that in mind too. But just about creating the space so that we can see clearly because you already have the answer inside you. But to me, it's so key to get that for yourself first. And then when you do, you'll see that the things that you want can find you because you're clear on your intention, right? You're clear on who you are. You're showing that clearly. You're making it visible. And what I really mean is you are making your energy visible to the world, to the universe, instead of trying to hide it. And you want to be visible. You want to be emitting a clear signal if you want to be really magnetic and and call in what you want. But I just loved how with that whole book, you know, the topic is manifesting, but so much of it was about stepping into your truth and and aligning with your soul and just showing your soul, like just being in that energy, being in alignment and radiating that signal out clearly and seeing what comes to you, which I think is just so beautiful because I feel like, you know, stepping into your truth is the most powerful thing you can do. And that's being honest with yourself. That's where it all starts. So just thought I would drop that nugget in. Anyway, those are my Sedona reflections. And if you listen to this whole thing, thanks for tuning in. A lot of people have told me that you like update episodes, so I'm happy to do them. I think it's fun. And I was just feeling like, because I was listening to just so many just personal podcasts and enjoying it so much. I'm like, I'm just going to make one of these myself because I think they're fun to listen to. And if you do nothing else after listening to this show, look up your North Node and post in the private forum, the free private forum, what it is and share any reflections. I think it's so interesting. So that's going to be it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening in. I am sending you so much love and I will chat with you again next episode.